Hello, you're listening to The Eleventh Hour, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I am Sam Melancon of Debacle Records. I am Brad Rose of Foxy Digitalis. Each week, one of us picks a song of the week, and uh, we listen to it and discuss all our complicated feelings. Uh, this week, the pick was mine, and I picked Adina, the first track off of the debut full-length Rancid. So, uh, Adina, Rancid 93, their first full-length album, The Still is a Trio. Um, this is a song by Matt and Tim. And what's funny is I didn't really identify this as a Matt song. Isn't that weird? I didn't either when you picked it last week. It, it never even crossed my mind. Even though, you know, it's funny. I mean, this was obviously like 100 years ago at this point. But Josh Mason, when he was our guest on episode like eight or something, he pointed <laughs> out that, you know, the first... Which he was technically first, wrong. The first voice you hear is Tim. It is but, Tim, yeah. But, but the, the first, first singing yeah. is on ever yeah. on a Ransom thing is Matt, and I completely yeah. forgot that. So yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, I went through that exact same mental cycle when I was re-listening to this for the show, and it's like, uh, it's actually funny. Like both of our guests referenced this song because uh, we were talking about the Viber Slab when uh, when. Uh, 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 when on the like, let's go, Jeff. I, I was like, we're having a mental breakdown there. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Don't listen to this. Yeah. Uh, Jeff uh, was talking about the Viber Slap and uh, uh, how Ransom has a weird thing for Viber Slaps. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it is interesting that, like, the first two albums start with Matt and Lars. And that seems like, again, we've kind of talked about how, you know, Tim is somewhat of a planner and like the stuff seems to mean something to him. So he's very, he's first very three inclusive. albums we should say actually, cause out come the wolf starts with Lars too. Mm, yeah. Good point. Yeah. It was like, wait, what happens there? <laughs> and blood clot. But is, like, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Tim doesn't like starting his own albums. I guess. Yeah, when did he first start? I think what's the first song on uh, it's 2000 is the first one he starts. Yeah. That's five albums in. He's the, I mean, obviously remarkable. he screams let's right. go on this one, right. which is, fun and funny and i always forget that like that's obviously where like kind of let's go thing comes right. from um which is now like super memey do you know about like how like like let's go and let's fucking go is like a, a gamer thing oh yeah oh, and yeah. like a young kid thing you know yes. like it's such a funny like it, that's that's a funny convergence happening over the last five ten years and now has become like way more in the in the mainstream like it's being like way um uh, my like there's this like magnifying this glass thing. on it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's like it's been a thing for a long time, but it's like there's this weird, like people are ironically saying it all of a sudden. Oh, and it, right, and it's, right. <laughs> and and, and uh, to me, it's I ironically say it kind of because of rancid, you know, like right. let's go, you know, like <laughs> uh, and. Uh, and it's such such a goober. Like I don't know. It's it's fine, but I I just think it's funny <laughs> that like the reason I think it's funny to say let's go has nothing to do with that. But uh, I mean, this is this is like for years. 
I, 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 this is a total weird tangent, but it's the same. Like, you know, F, FTW, that it was ever, like, I didn't know for a long time that it was for the win. To me, it was always yeah. like the Hell's Angels fuck the world. And that's still what yeah, I think yeah. about it, dude. And it was like, and I liked the idea of, because like people would be using it in a for the win sort of way, but I would read it as fuck the world. And I like, it was like, yeah. That I yeah. that works. That's cool. I like that. And then when I found out what it was, I was like, "Oh, that's lame." <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. So the it, anyways, it's obviously first album, first signal at the gate. This was like I think in a lot of ways, this is why people think about you. We talk a lot on the, about this album. Like this is why people think of this album as this sort of breakneck, over the top, Matt centric. Yeah. You know, and we've gone through this album and kind of gone like, wow, this album's like a lot more multifaceted than we remember. And in a lot of ways, I think it's actually more multifaceted than Let's Go. Oh, like, very Let's much Go so. kind of is way more of a like, like motorcycle blast to the end of the finish line, right? Like it just right. it goes like, let's let's go, we're going. It's, let's like it's gosh, mostly it's one speed and it's mostly one kind of mode. I mean, there are yeah, yeah. and this is very... yeah, but this one's got a lot of interesting like post hardcore. Like they were still figuring out what band they were going to be, right? Like and you know they were still kind of whatever. But this song has the tone that I would personally associate with it, which is this kind of. You know, Tim's doing his kind of weedly weedly, you know, like like right. shreddy high end, and Matt's really, really, really holding it down on the bass, and um, and then they just like extend the song by both going through the verse and the chorus, like they trade vocals, but it's the same vocals. I know, that's, which is <laughs> that's such <laughs> very, a weird like thing. like stretch stretch, you know, like right, just looking. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and it you know it is it's a it's a great kick off to a record and again like i was i was texting you when i was listening to this record this week and i was having a really good day when i was texting you that and i was like you know what song <laughs> like i just feel like this this album has like a mind wipe effect where it will uh, like i'll be listening to it and I'll be like this record is so good why don't i listen to this more like this might be one of my favorite rancid records there's so many interesting songs on this record like why do i, I have I mean, this like vision that and then I, the th then you turn it off and it's gone. It's like it never. It's existed. gone. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, cool. I know. I, don't, I was I was listening to it this week and like there were a couple songs that really stood out. And I was like, like these aren't just like good songs. These are like great rancid songs. They're phenomenal. Like, like, like I mean, the like Detroit is still probably my favorite song on here. But hi, like, and the funny thing is, when you pick this hyena is maybe maybe my like like and I was when you first. For some reason in my head, when you picked Adina, I was thinking hyena too. I mean, it's <laughs> obviously they rhyme and it's right next to each other, but like, man, those like songs like, like, I mean, rejected. I mean, the, unwritten the, rules. The, like the cover song is great. The cover song's um, wonderful. Out of my mind. Another night. So good. Like it's actually like back to back remarkably good songs and they have more stuff going on in them than you remember like i and i know this is what we say every time we listen to this album, i know but it is uncanny the amount of like the, the question your memory of the album versus what it feels like to be listening to the album right but the question is, is not why? the same like why <laughs> why it's weird that we both have it do other people <laughs> no, have I this? like yeah th no this is yeah i mean 
dear listeners, like, let yeah. us know. Are we, are we out of our, I mean, I know we're out of our fucking minds, but like, <laughs> are we specifically out of our minds about this? Because like when I was listening to it today, cause you know, we've, we've had this ton, like it's this very ongoing thing of like the line between good rancid and bad rancid. And then, you know, there's the top, there's the three pinnacles, right? Yep. And then it's a little muddy. Like then there's a, there's what? Two good. Well, actually other? like, I think what it is, there's or the three amazing, the three. Okay. And the three awful. Isn't that the new one? New world that yeah, we're living in? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. I was, I, yes. And, and so, and, and to me that, that middle part is, is super interesting because I mean, so that's, let's go this and troublemaker, right? I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. where I would have it. And, and for, for most of, if I'm not listening to this, I think this is the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Or trouble. But when I'm listening to it, I'm like, no, this one is closer to the this top is three than the other two. closer to the top three. I think so too. I, I, I will firmly say that right now. Like this okay. is closer to outcome. I'm going to ask you again in like three weeks when we haven't I th- talked I, about I, this. I'll be like, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> but right now I listened yeah. to it on a sunny day, like the first sunny day of the year. I, I was like jamming. I was getting work done. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm, I live in Seattle. So like, there's a thing that happens to us, yep. the people that live in Seattle. And there was a sunny day. I, I lived you know, there for a year. And I remember that first sunny day. Like the mania and, of the first sunny day. And, oh and, um, and literally the first Sunday, like, like it has been clouds and 40 degrees for five months. You know what I mean? That, like, like, honestly, I, I still have this very vivid memory of sitting outside at the Bauhaus coffee shop, which I don't think exists <laughs> anymore. No. Um, and not, just not there was a million fucking people everywhere, but like everybody was in a good mood and everybody, everybody loses their mind. Yeah. I mean, and it's like the, in some ways, and, and obviously I, you have much more experience there because you've lived there a long time, but like it felt it's, it's like simultaneously the most Seattle thing and like the least Seattle thing yeah. <laughs> because it's like the, it's the one day when that happens. It's like the <laughs> exception that like, yeah, it, anyway. it totally is. Like we have these series of days, like leading out of, depending on when it happens, there's always like a false one in January. There's like a right. false weekend in January where it like, Whoa, it's really nice. And then it's like death and then it's like, maybe we'll have an okay March, not the last few years. And then it comes somewhere in April and May. And like, we had one in March this year and it was like, oh my God, it broke 60 and <laughs> it's sunny. Like it really, it's shocking when it happens. And we're like, right. and it's not like we're living in Milwaukee. It's not like it's snow on the ground and we can't like go outside without three coats. And like, it's just a more malaise. Like it's a very temperate climate, but the temperate is 40 degrees, right? Like. You know, um, and it's, it was just hilarious. It was just like completely, I was having that good Seattle manic, like I'm getting a lot of shit done. It's sunny out, uh, whatever. And I was putting that on and I was like, this is why I love punk rock. This is why pop punk is, you know, does a thing that it does. And I was just like, this record is so much better than it. It's reputation allows for like, and why is that? Like, and, and this is such a good start to that, you know, like, and it's also, I, I think one of the reasons is that like, tonally this, the lyrics of this record are so down in the dumps and like, yeah. Tim was coming out of like rock bottom and yeah. they were really, really establishing like this band's going to be about stories and championing like 
people who are on, you know, like Tim had kind of just gone through this. They had already been, always been kind of on the poorer side of, of, you know, growing up kind of poor and, 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 you know, um, low income and all these things. And like, just saying like, Hey, like, obviously the, uh, this is what Tim and Matt want to write about is sort of these kind of squalor, you mm-hmm. know, bringing light to that. And that was a big theme in the nineties too, was like, kind of like, let's not sugarcoat what the eighties were trying to sugarcoat. Let's talk about being kind of these seventies, eighties yeah. kids that had to live through this and don't have a lot of opportunities. <laughs> and so like, I think this record gets a tonal whiplash a little bit where if you just kind of put it on in the background, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is so fun to listen to. But right. almost every song is just like drugs God. and death and drugs and death and drugs and death. Right. And, like, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, it's a little, it's a little heavy and it kind of establishes that like kind of man of the people just tell it how it is like without a lot of judgment sort of tone of rancid, which is one of the major themes we have, you know, for the right. rest of rancid, but they lean into it really hard. And I think that, I think that more than anything else is, What's there's just like a guy holding a gun to the camera on the on the <laughs> right I, yeah on the cover. on the cover. So I think there's a lot like surrounding this album that makes it feel darker than it is. And of course we've talked about it, the production does too, but like yeah. So like I think there's things working against it, but like this is a really fun, inventive little album that you're never really gonna get again because like it is this trio. It's like pre Lars and it's you know, it's it's just it's they're still figuring out who they want to sound like and like Yeah, it's always interesting too, like from that standpoint where you know, since Lars isn't there and obviously Lars is a vital component of the rancid sound, if you will. But it so even to me though, even without Lars, like it still sounds like rancid. Yeah, it's valid. I mean and and I, I mean and I know the I mean obviously like if Lars is a major part of the rancid sound, like Tim is the part, like it's, you know, and Matt too. I mean, obviously you can't, you can't separate the way like structurally Matt, plays Matt is so yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, obviously those two pieces, but I do think it's just kind of, it's interesting from that standpoint that it's like from the beginning and it's obviously, it's gone through a lot of iterations and, evolutions through the years but i mean it was just rancid was rancid <laughs> to you know it's interesting that i feel like on this matt's vocals a like this is a great example of like i would assume that you like you just dig matt's vocals on this song right like you're fine with matt's vocals on the, <laughs> the on this one right you're fine with it right fine on this song pushing. specifically on this song specifically no not a fan Yeah, I didn't think they were doing the thing. Well, oh no, it does the gurgly thing. Oh my uh, god, it totally does it. It's very like I want to go where the action is. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. You should. You should I, I need to start a rancid cover band. I'll, I know. I was gonna say you can be Matt. Um, my Tim voice is better, but I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> uh, like, like it's okay. 
It's not so. Again, it's not that gargly though. Like, well, like I don't know. So like, in his, my head, it's more gargly than. I mean, it's more gargly than when he sings the chorus on Detroit, or or Tenderloin. Yeah. You know, like yes. we go back Tender. I, I can't remember what the rankings of the Matt songs are at this point. You know that we've done because yeah, yeah. we, I don't even remember what other Matt song we've done. I feel like we've done another one. Um, other oh yeah, we've done a couple. Yeah. I can't remember any of it, but. I don't, this is not, like, Tenderloin is still, I feel like something else, I was like, we were like, no, this is the new top, but anyway, whatever. It's, a, it's, blo- like, it's not, you know, Rancid 2000, or, or well, I mean, the, no, the, yeah, exactly. the, the rock bottom is, um, Outcome Shabby Dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt Freeman, and I'm here to say. Oh God! Uh, all that record, yeah. Well, anyways, like, <laughs> yeah. It's what fu- I was gonna say was that, yeah, like, sorry. on another night, you know, I, just I was feel like you were like, goading me into that. So, uh, no, 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 no. What I was trying to get to was like, it does kind of feel like there are times on this song, on this record, where he's filling in the Lars vocal. Does that make sense? Like where? Yeah, I think like, Detroit I, is a great example. Detroit, and I think another night when he sings like the yeah. high part. Yeah, like he's basically like That's in, it is interesting. Tim really wants him to sing it, and I wonder if even if like live by that point Lars was singing that part, and they're yeah. like, but on the record you got it because Lars had joined the band, but they had just wanted to record it the songs they made themselves, kind of like make it be a document of the the trio version of the band, and like. I, I bet that's what it is, is that, like, there's just, like, there is a Lars element already because Tim's vision of the band was that there was, like, this other singer that could kind of call in response with him. And mm-hmm. there were, Matt was still young and kind of was, like, trying to do that upper register thing that he wouldn't do later. And, like, uh, you know, it's just, like... That is interesting. It's almost like there's this echo of Lars. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And just that kind of takes me back to what I was saying earlier, how... Even without Lars, it feels yeah. like a rancid record. I think that's part of it. Now that you say that, yeah, exactly. That you you triggered that for me. Is that like, is like, I was kind of hitting on those vocals and being like, why do these feel so good? Another night, Detroit. There's a couple other ones where it's like you kind of. I think it does it on Hyena too. Actually, on the and like I mean that the Hyena chorus is kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where he's all, I, he's doing this I, other I, thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you would be like, I'm sure Lars would do that later. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, and it's like now thinking about it, it's, I'm like, wow, I didn't know Matt had it in him. Man. Exactly. And I feel like Matt probably got a little bit older, smoked a lot more, and, you know, basically it was like, that's not my place in the band, right? You know, like, Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, yeah, that's interesting. So it's like, it's like he had, it's like Tim had the like, well, we need this vocal, and we need Matt's vocal, and we need my vocal, and they just didn't have the Lars, you know, in place yeah. yet. And like it, that was like, was that going to be Billy Joe Armstrong, you know, when they wanted right. him on the band, you know, like it's almost like he was writing for that trio of vocals. That's interesting. I wonder if that which is that interesting felt... too, though, because I don't feel like Billy Joe ha- Armstrong ha- is in that. Yeah, he's got a little weird either. low voice too. Right? Yeah, like yeah, that's funny. I, did, I kind of How forget that. that. He's got like a slurry, low vo- voice, kind of more like Tim almost. No I know. Like. So I was getting ready to say he's like a little bit cleaner Tim, maybe like. At times, yeah. Like yeah, they both have the British thing, like right. ism. <laughs> huh. Oh uh, God. And now I'm trying to imagine. I'm like imagining them as 
anyway have you ever listened to uh, something i at some point well, i'm sure we'll cover have you ever listened to that single that's like the armstrongs do you know about this they like put out a seven inch uh, that's think... like they're like children and them or like uh, nephews or something does tim have children he doesn't have children he's okay, it's like a niece nephew. or a nephew okay. or something i don't I, I don't think I know. I don't think I do. It's like a huh. younger generation of both the Armstrongs. Who, and, you know, they always have to make it clear, like, they're not related in any way. Right? No. Like, I don't as even think like, in know. any way. Yeah, like, they just both happen to be Armstrong. And so they oh, had, like, a single and were maybe playing around with the idea. But it was just kind of this funny thing that they did with their some younger group, you know, like, it made a yeah. little four-piece song. And that's the only time I can think of besides like live. Not, they obviously did a lot of stuff together, but it was a single sided flexi. Man. <laughs> Some that's nice pretty there. cool. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, they were Huh. No, I'm to look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Anyways. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it sounded like at all, but but you can hear their vocals together, I believe, on that one. Okay. Um Anyways, I don't know where we're at. The one thing I, the thing that I keep avoiding is like, I don't, I find couplets on this song very compelling. I really like parts of this, the lyrics. I don't really understand this song. Do you feel like you understand the song? Like what it's about? Lyrically, yeah. Besides, um, like generally, like there's a, no, no beyond like the general like things are bad. <laughs> And, and like, are they really... judging or are they, there's a little tone of like, Adina's crying again, like, how would, uh, did she know yeah. the roof would cave in over and over again, a beat up a bros a record that's broken, Adina's crying again, like, is she getting in herself into this problem over and over? You know what I mean? Like, there's this kind of tone of like, well, you yeah. did this to yourself. And I'm like, well, that's not great. But also by the way the 21 years old and no money to eat <laughs> over and over that there's two things that happen with that lyric when matt does it i fully my brain just goes why would you eat money like i can't exactly what i that's, i don't yeah. know why like because that totally is a total fine way to say like i don't have any money to eat get, eat you right. know, go eat for me and it doesn't help that because uh, I get the same thing when Matt sings it. For me, it doesn't help that because I, in my, t I think Matt is in that kind of mucusy zone that reminds me of the Muppets, and so like, like, Muppets like, I'm like that, like, right, like it's like a very Cookie Monster <laughs> eating, but like, and I know that, so I, I think it's I get. Tim, but it might be the Matt one. One of the ones I fully hear, no money to read. Ah. One of them sounds like they're saying no money to read, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of an interesting. Like, I can't. I don't have money to like look at. Like, there's just, so I have, I'm so without something. I can't. I'm like, so fucking broke. That, yeah, I don't but I don't think that's what all of what they're saying. They're just saying like there's no money. Well, no. They're poor. They're they're, they're, they're they can't eat. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they they're poor. No they're hungry. They're hungry. Like it's yeah. a very straightforward, sad thing. They're 21 years old, no money to eat. Like, uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> like good. Right. Sad. Like. <laughs> but it's so funny that my brain has like both holds both those ideas in my head. Uh, but like, is it Adina saying like, I want to go where the action is. I want to fly through the urban blight. I want to live in the shadow in the dark and only move at night. Cause which phenomenal little one, two punch right. there. 
great. Great way to open a record. I think that's what most people remember from this song, for sure. Like, you can hear that, that's you can feel I, it. Yeah. It feels like, I oh, I want to be a young punk in the street night. I want to go. But is that Adina saying that? And then they're, like, getting their comeuppance? Or is that just, like, unrelated to Adina? <laughs> And then they both say a story about a one-story house. What? What? Story? Huh. Is it like a, a story about a one? I don't know. I think like a, 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 a one-story house that lets the winter bleed. I, I think like, that's kind of like, like, like a let, squat let's house it or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, but then I always take the how does she know the roof would cave in over and over again. That feels like metaphorically the roof is caving in over and over again. Right. Beat up and bruised record that's broken to Dina's crying again. Again, the pretty interesting writing here. But about yeah. what? Are they judging? <laughs> Are they just talking about how it's like once you're poor, it's really hard f- to get out of being poor? Like you just get you know, it's like it's really like expensive there's... to be poor, you know, basically, you know, like Yeah, I don't know. I never felt that there was judgment in it but like but the lyrics if i just read them feel judgy don't they yeah it's the the last part especially the beat of a record that's broken like we've heard it all before sort of tone we've heard the sob story before you know what i mean yeah i didn't ever really think of it that way but i i I hadn't either before really diving in and then the again the disc which is weird because that feel feels out of character. For, no, again, yeah, exactly. This is what I'm saying for like, Tim. Like <laughs> it's probably not that, but it's written kind of in a weird voice. So like, I, I don't know, especially because it's like, I love just like a young punk sort of tone of I want to go where the action is, want to fly through the urban blight, I want to live like a shadow in the dark and only move at night. Like, what a fun. Oh, that's great. It's fun yeah. to say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a... I mean, it sounds like... Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a superhero. I was going to say, it's it like, sounds like, like Batman. fucking Batman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's what this song is about. It's about Batman. <laughs> Batman and... and just can't help this Batman. woman, Adina. He keeps trying. <laughs> and then I was like, is Adina a kid? Her. And it's like the result of your bad things is that trying to live this life is your that kid. the kid is crying again. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's kind of interesting... Yeah, so I I don't know, and I it didn't feel like that could I did some you know cursory searching, and I don't think anybody's like kind of talked about the song, but I would guess that most people are like, oh, that's that song about being like kind of on the street and going fast, but I don't yeah, I mean, because if you I don't know, like then if you look at the second verse, I mean, I think it's just I really think it's just general like yes, this that's is the what uh, it's like to be poor, poor and. and and running a, and, and sort of probably a... Yeah. And, like, when I think about the... I don't know. There's there's a drug element to me. Like, and maybe... The, and I'm... This is, this is a total fucking tangent. But also, like, because I want to go to the action. I just want to fly through the urban night. I'm... It's a couple weeks ago. I got into this discussion with a handful of people about uh, Incident on 57th Street, which is a Bruce Springsteen song. It's the best Bruce Springsteen song. Um, but that's about like there's a thing there's a lot of I, the lyrics in that are so good but it's about drug dealers and mm-hmm. like and and 
that the imagery, I guess, that the two things kind of give me, like there's a, it, it feels similar. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and maybe this isn't so much drug dealing as like drug addiction. Yeah. But like, it feels like, and then, you know, just because of like the, the squad house, you know, crack out drug house, whatever you want to call it, you know, because like, that's like, I think that's a really good, the, one story house that lets the winner bleed is a, I really like that phrasing of, because you can, you can like feel. That, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You're in, in this shitty rundown house. It's barely hanging together and you just feel like it's, you might as well be outside basically. Like it's, you know, and yeah, I don't know. I, and, but then, yeah, the next word, it's like, you're okay. Well now you're, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're going, you're, you're, you're trying, you, you kind of just you think like, I've heard of some, op- yeah, okay, we're going to, we got to get out of here. You know, if we go back here, like maybe be better. Maybe it's like you're falling in with shitty dudes and like, I don't know. All this yeah. feels like very cliche, but it's like beat up Chevy with the trailer and shows what they call home now. Uh, crying her beer and always running away. Maybe not so much running, but hoping for better days. Like it does just kind of feel like a, like it's, it's hard to be poor it's punitive to be poor and you just keep going in these cycles of of shitty things mm-hmm. you know when you are poor and maybe have bad judgments around people and, and decision making and all these sort of things like it might just be as like this is what happens and that's about cyclicalness i have a really hard time with like what does the i want section to be like is that like Somebody yeah. being aspirationally like, I want to be part of this this sort of underground, you know, like culture and kind of be counterculture, but you get the cycle of shittiness if you do that. You know what I mean? Like, is that what this is? Like, I don't, I can't resolve. It's like this great one sentence, and then there's this story, this kind of beat down story that I can't tell is judgmental. Enough. So it's like it adds up to a very weird well, song. You know, I mean, thinking from that perspective of you know, I want to be part of this yeah this scene this counterculture thing whatever uh it it seems because i mean those four lines are it makes it all sound very cool right and then the reality is the rest of it but that's 21 years old no money to eat yeah exactly like but i mean that is a that is a well that tim has gone to many times we talked about it with bad town i mean that's it's slightly different but it's like you know they call it a scene they call it a disaster this ain't no mecca man this place is fucked yeah like, yeah it's it, i mean that's rats in the, the hallway right like it's all that yeah, stuff it's right like, it's yeah the so, reality you know, of this I mean, shit that, is not what you think it is yeah so i mean that's a very tim zone yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah i don't it, it's not like those other examples feel are a way lot more clearer. explicit about what they're about <laughs> yeah exactly they're very on the nose um, and maybe it was like they had these four lines. Like, God, these lines are fucking good. We just gotta. And they they open the record so well, you know. I, right. We... Yeah. And then it's like some really I don't know. And oh shit, we gotta write the rest of the song. Fuck. Okay. It all like is really well stated. I feel like, and it sits on the song really well. Like everything, like it does mm-hmm. that thing where it goes, like it feels like it's going faster and faster, and then it lets go. You know, like beat up uh, you know like it goes over and over again and it feels like it's going and it gets a little tighter and tighter and then they go adina's crying again and it's like hey hey and it's like they kind of let loose a little bit like there's tension and release uh-huh. in this song 
and it's like this let's go and then like you know like it, it really kicks the door in and it's like this and it, <coughs> excuse me it's this hilarious thing of like what are we doing here like like we make these like anthemic like tension and release songs that are just basically these sob stories that like like, like you could just write this really exciting like like blood clot like it's almost like lars unlocks that for them like blood clot is just like about nothing and it's like we got a really cool hook and we got some cool turns of phrases and it's like fuck yeah let's just go let's like let, it's okay to just write an anthem you know what i mean like well yeah i mean I, on the one hand yes i agree with all that but on the one hand i kind of love that it's yeah we got this sort of anthemic thing that's about all this terrible shit i've I think that like that dichotomy is fantastic to me. And it also very much goes with what we've talked about with Tim, that he, he wants, he wants to be seen as this very like deep, thoughtful bard. Right. Yeah. The so it's reporter like, well, this, this on is, the, the street, you know? Right. I mean, it's my, you know, my lyrics have to mean something. Whereas Lars just wants to be in kiss and yeah. kiss songs don't mean shit. Yeah, kiss and he songs just wants to be like, cool. Let's have a fucking good time and like put yeah. our fists in the air. Fucking rip up the, and, you know, grab a chair and, and we'll wreck and, this place. And mm. the thing is, is that you, when the, that's the magic is mashing those two things together and then seeing what the hell comes out. And yeah. what comes out at the best of it is an outcome the wolves. Yeah. And what comes out at the worst of it is let the dominoes fall. <laughs> I was going with dice. So, you know, that's, but this album, it doesn't, it's, it, I think sonically there are elements of Lars there as we talked about, especially yeah. the vocals and stuff, but it's not tempered with Lars, his songwriting. More, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just know. an interesting thing. Like there's, there's this rancid thing that yeah. like, as we go, like life on Wade is full of it. Like Warsaw is like such a rad song and it's like. You know, like all these songs are just like, it's an interesting thing. Like as I get older, I get more weirded out by like sad topics, not just sad, like personally sad, but there's something also about like somebody else's sad topics sung in a happy way, especially it's the somebody else's sad topic, you know, uh, sung in this anthemic way that like this sort of stuff does specifically that I'm not like mad about, but I'm always like, kind of like, that is weird. That's a weird thing that we do that like, like, and sometimes coming, you know, out of instrumental music or kind of other styles. Like sometimes I just like, when I want to listen to big anthemic stuff, that's like why I love Fang Island, right? Like, like, like they're just like high five in music and they just mostly don't have lyrics or if they do have lyrics, they're mostly these like kind of feeling lyrics about, what it feels like to have high play high five in music or like you remember your childhood or all these like sort of very like primal things because if you put a story on top of it now it's not about my personal feelings in this moment it's about that thing you know what i mean like it's not as like i don't know it's like it's less i don't know well, there's a weird tangent but like there is this very specific it specifies the song in this interesting way when I think most people would go like, yeah, this is the fucking let's go. I want to go where the action is song. And that's not really what this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a weird, I don't know. I, it's not like this is the first time I thought of this concept, but it's more like it's a, I'm, I want to reevaluate that a little bit more in my life. Cause I spent a lot of my time listening to very, especially if you grew up in the nineties, I feel like eighties and nineties, like 
just like really listening to very specific sob stories about other people written in really happy ways. <laughs> and that's, that's a, that's a given and something I'm very used to, but it's like, why is that such a given? Why was that such a crutch that we, we, we just like are cool with, you know? Yeah. And I'm not even saying it's bad as much as like, that's a, that's a, that's it's more weird than yeah, I no, thought it I was, mean, you know, at the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, uh, like, it's obviously fine, but it's also like right, right. weird, but it's, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, I, I get it. It's, uh, nobody wants to well not nobody i mean i listen to scott walker record later records which are all just a <laughs> depressing and sure but like and weird that but, might affect like, the topic more it isn't that that's right, kind of my problem is the split right you know what i mean like yeah but i think it's I, I guess in to that point though it's like just if it's like if if the tone like the t sonic tone or the I don't know the fucking like chord progressions or structure or whatever, like always fit the mood, man. That gets like that gets kind of no. Boring. I, I, I know, and it, this is making me seem like I have no nuance about anything, and like I mostly <laughs> want what we're talking about. But there's something very like I I don't know about like this version of it specifically is weird to me. Whereas like i mean I'm, my favorite yeah, I mean, thing in the world is like when akron family sings very sad shit in the happiest way possible and it's like cathartic this doesn't feel cathartic it feels like it mismatches what what yeah what would it be like if kiss sang a song about somebody dying of by suicide because they were too poor to <laughs> afford to live i don't know that that would I, like yeah i mean, I mean i'm, I'm also, you know half joking but it's like it it's maybe they also yeah, think they're like harder than they are like like in their heads they're like this they're getting closer to metal and i've just listened to so much music that this just feels like bubblegum to me that like that <laughs> that like that yeah. mental framing is like we're playing this really guttural tough music that's talking about guttural tough stuff and to me it kind of feels like the bouncing souls or something and it's just like get it together with your bros and say hey hey music you know what i mean like and in the context of the moment that they were writing it they thought they were playing this like really tough you know i mean i think the garage rock you know what i mean or something i th yeah well i mean and i think the part especially with this song that kind of gets that wh what you're saying that makes it feel a bit off at least to me mm -hmm. is more the the like the let's go and the hey yes like, 100 percent like if you if you just took those parts out, even if you had like the part the the, that little middle yeah. part where the hey, yeah, and it's just yeah. If you took if you had even if you had the music of the like the hey, hey you know that yeah. part, but just took out the haze, it would feel yeah, one hundred percent. Again, yeah. and the let's go like I like I love like on its own. I I really I love the let's go. I think it's a very you know whatever. But in the context of everything else, it it does feel maybe tone deaf i don't know it just feels too because it, it's just a little maybe that is co like it just doesn't yeah because it's like when i think of let's go it's like yeah let's fucking yeah. and then when it's and it's the let's go makes me recontextualize the i want to go where the action is i want to fly fly through the urban blight that's true i immediately go oh cool we're going let's go and it's like yeah we're like fucking like yeah fuck let's go fuck up. shit up and let's fucking throw light bulbs yeah. at each other's heads you know like, it feels like <laughs> 
nihilism like it feels like and it, that it has this like very consequence based song and that's what <laughs> doesn't match it, again i think that there's literally like my mental view of what the song is versus what the song is actually about are so different that there's like something went wrong you know what i mean like you know what i mean like <laughs> Until I right, go, like your, I your, listen. your brain just short circuit. Yeah, I like, I'm like something. Like, nope, something know. is mismatched here. Either I did something wrong, or the song's writing something wrong. But like <laughs> something's not right here because like this doesn't seem to be the intent. You know what I mean? And it's like, and there's been multiple times of that. You know where it's like, oh god, that song's actually just about something awful. You know, and it's like. And again, I'm not like this. Makes me seem so nuanced, and most of the time, I'm actually really about mismatching tone to song and how that actually creates catharsis and all these things you know what i mean like like that's a normal sure. main part of what i like about music <laughs> again it's like it's not his song you know it's like somebody else's there's all sorts of things here i don't know i'm repeating myself it's a great song <laughs> my vision of what the song was was that three seconds at the beginning was just the rest of the song and the hey hey's make that happen and then you go well wait what is what the fuck is this <laughs> and i still don't yeah, really know it's very it's yeah it's a bit whiplash yeah exactly you know it's like oh yeah we're going oh shit now we're going this way oh wait we're back over here what the fuck? yeah uh and i think in so. general this album kind of has that as a problem where like you peel back the layers and you're like what is this really delightful you know kind of uh, see you in the pit pop mosh moshy kind of you know speed punk street punk album about and it's like oh okay next one's about squalor and and this next one's about squalor and it, but it's like got this tone of like uplift and you know and again those things can live together really well and i think that's actually what tim and lars do really well right but like this one it's like they didn't find the balance yet yeah no, I think that's. I think that's. Anyways, it's actually a great record, and it's. Uh, yeah. I, I I encourage people if they have the same thing to tell us. A, do you have the same thing as us? And B, where like uh -huh. it just doesn't register for you, and then you listen and you love it. And B, if you are like that, go listen to it. It's like, ugh, it's it's it rules. It, it's such it's a good, good change up too. Like of like I want to listen to some fast rancid and like some good stuff. Man, if you if you. I don't know if you really are like I love the hell out of Let's Go and you don't listen to this record very often. I don't, which has been me in the past. Yeah, like same. I don't know. Like most of the time, if I'm gonna want that vibe, I think right now I'm reaching for this way more over Let's Go. Let's see if we remember that. Yeah, we'll see. I might just be excited. Yeah, might just be the sun. Yeah, that is not here anymore, but was here. It's, I, I haven't seen the sun all week. I think yeah, that's exactly. been part of my problem. Yeah, me too. So, um, well, cool. All right. Well, so next week we don't have a pick because it's the mailbag, which I hope you got your questions in because by the time you're listening to this, we'll probably we'll have recorded it. <laughs> um, but keep but sending, keep them, sending yeah, stuff exactly. in. We'll you do know, another one. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll do another one. And I mean, the sooner we have enough, the sooner we'll do it. So um, send us emails, 11th hour podcast. No. Yeah. What is it? Right. Fuck. Okay. Hour pod. I didn't know. If, uh, 11th hour pod. Right. See? At gmail.com. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. 11th hour pod at gmail. Calm down. We're fine. <laughs> um, and go find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rancid Pod. And if you click on the link tree, you can leave us a voicemail. 
and especially yeah let us know what you're thinking about rancid 93 and if you have this weird thing because i want to know so counting on y'all <laughs> to leave us some voicemails yeah and and hey if you don't want to leave us a voicemail leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform how about that okay is that it Did i forget anything <laughs> all right so yeah next week mailbag but right now See you in the pit. I do this thing where I don't. Let's go. Uh.